Welcome to Water Spout, brought to you by the St. John's River Water Management District. Water Spout offers a behind-the-scenes look at how we conduct our work, the research, the projects, our partnerships, and most important, how we serve the community by balancing the needs of water for the environment, businesses, and the people in the Sunshine State. Welcome to this episode of Water Spout. I'm your host, Tiffany Cowie, and today we're going to learn about a program geared at helping teachers. I'm joined by the district's Education and Outreach Coordinator, Laura LeBur, who oversees the district's Blue School Grant Program, which offers funding opportunities for teachers who are looking to go above and beyond in the classroom. Thank you, Laura, for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Tiffany. I'm really excited to be here to talk about the grant program. I am, too, because this is one of the programs that is, it's outreach, but it really does affect a number of students across our district. So maybe first, just give us a general overview of the program. Yeah, so Blue School Grant Program started in 2016. We funded, so far, over 75 projects that have reached more than 9,400 students um, throughout the district, our 18th county service area. I think the running total is we're over well over $100,000 that we've given away um, for these water resource education projects. I love it. I mean, we really are having an impact. And so we're targeting teachers throughout the 18 counties that we serve. Mm -hmm. And these are public schools that we're looking to serve. So the, the money that comes in is going straight to the teachers. And what are you looking for for projects? Yeah, so you don't have to be a science teacher to apply. I think that's a common misconception with the Blue School Grant. I think science teachers usually benefit from topics of water quality, but you can really write an interdisciplinary application and still be considered. For example, one of my favorites from last year was a photography teacher who wanted to take his photography students out onto district property and photograph why that water resource is protected and important. And then the students all voted on who their uh, favorite photographer was, whatever picture was their favorite. Um, and they had a really great time. They got to be out in nature and running around and enjoying a hike, but also, you know, still taking pictures and learning about photography and lighting and all those other aspects of it. I love that. So what are some of the ways that you get the word out to let teachers know it's time to apply and how to apply? Great question. Well, definitely follow us on social media. We usually either tweet or put a little post about it on Instagram or any of our social media platforms. We're on pretty much all of them. Um, and we also, I go to a teacher in-service workshop. So if you are a teacher who is the, the district lead for your department and you need someone to come and speak about a grant opportunity at your in-service workshop, please reach out to me. Um, there's a couple of our community partners who do open houses before the uh, school season gets back into swing, usually early August or end of July. Um, and I'll go to those and table and talk about the Blue School Grant and also our other educational resources that we have as well. So when a teacher applies, what are you looking for? What is the panel looking for in an application? Great question. I think in a well put together application, the teacher has a really firm grasp of what it is that they're going to do with the money. So being really clear about how they're going to be spending those funds and how it applies to either a water, freshwater resource or estuary. Um, we get some teachers who apply that aren't necessarily like certain and that comes across in the application. So being really cognizant of 
how you want to spend the money that we're giving you and what you're going to do and what your students are going to get out of it. Um, a couple other things that make a really strong application is really thinking through the state standards that you're touching on when you're doing your project. Um, and whether that's English or science or creative arts, um, those are all really important aspects of a strong application. And also the budget. Being really clear about the items that you want to purchase, how many, making sure that they're in a table so that I don't have to work to understand what you guys are looking for. Um, those all make a really, really strong application. I love that. And one of the things that I like the most about how you've structured this program is you are not and nor will you ever be on the panel to actually be a decision maker. And so that opens you up to be a resource to teachers who may be looking to yeah. kind of dip their toe in the water, if you will. So maybe share a little bit about how you could be that resource and how they could contact you. Yeah, so I am a resource. I hope to be always. Um, I'm happy to have phone calls or if you have an idea and you want to apply and you're you know, a new teacher and you're not sure what that would look like or could look like, please reach out to me and ask me. Set up a pre-application meeting if you like or um, like I said, it can be as informal as feels necessary. I'm not on the committee that votes for the awards, so I don't have any influence, so I can really help the teachers structure their projects. And then our staff is the ones who elect the projects that move forward for funding, which I really love because it lets the staff have a say, too, in how we're spending that money, and I think it's really, really nice, and they enjoy, they enjoy being on the committee for sure. I, I love the structure of the committee and that it supports our mission. And so I know you get out in the community and speak a lot about our mission and what we do here. So the projects that are chosen, they do tie in to our four core missions. Do you mind speaking a little bit about that? Yeah, so our missions are water quality, water supply, flood protection, and natural resources. So projects that focus on one or more of the missions and tie those aspects in um, usually score higher on when the committee goes through them. And it's pretty I, should, I shouldn't say it's pretty easy. I would say it's pretty easy to tie them all into a project. Um, you know, we get a lot of water quality ones. We've seen a lot of water quality applications this year in particular. And those water quality are also tied to field trips, which is really fun to see because they're getting the students out um, on kayaks or just out in the resources, sampling the water and seeing what the water quality parameters are like, kind of living in one of the lives of our environmental scientists, which I think is really great. Um, and we see a lot of natural resources. So getting the students out on our properties, um, the photography one that I mentioned, they went out to one of our district properties. And we've had a couple other projects go out to properties as well and either do a hike with one of our um, land managers or just have a hike from, or a presentation from the, our education and outreach coordinator, whether it's me or our previous education and outreach coordinator. And um, they just get to really engage with it in a way that, you know, you can't in a classroom. No, it definitely is. It's going above and beyond, right? Giving students access to what they wouldn't have in the classroom. And I'm so proud to work for an organization that supports that and that you are the person stewarding that. Uh, and you do do an excellent job at that, and you are accessible. And I think it is the form I've looked on the website. It's very easy to understand, so I don't think it's intimidating for teachers. I know you worked with teachers to make sure the form was just that, so it's not cumbersome. Yeah. It doesn't take a very long time to fill out that form. We're really trying to encourage people from 
all of the districts to apply so that we can make sure that all students are getting that, that added bonus that we are able to offer. And we put the rubric on the website too. So we really support the teachers in making a strong application. There's a video on the website as well that can walk you through how to make a strong application. You're also welcome to reach out to me. I'm happy to help as, as much as I can um, within you know making sure those applications are turned in by the deadline. And then we, we want feedback too. If you notice that there's something that could be a little bit easier, I'm really happy to hear feedback about how to make it more accessible or, you know, reach different audiences in, in the school setting. All right. Well, I definitely want to hear some of the stories, the success stories from students, but let's take a quick break first, and then we'll get back to Laura and what the Blue School Grant Program is, is about. The St. John's River Water Management District is committed to preserving and protecting Florida's water resources for generations to come. From improving water use efficiency and reclaiming water for reuse to managing water resources in times of wet and dry periods, the St. John's River Water Management District is taking action on conserving Florida's precious waters. To learn more, visit sjrwmd.com. Welcome back to Water Spout. I'm here with Laura LeBurr, Education and Outreach Coordinator for the district, and we're learning all the tips and tricks you need to know to help teachers gain access to additional funding to bring science and water-related projects into the classroom. Laura, thanks again for being here. Thank you. So we now get to hear some of the stories, the success stories, about what projects have been rolled out by teachers across the district. So what are some of your favorite that you've known about? There's so many, um, and there's so many different versions. We talked a little earlier about the photography teacher and his class. We talked about um, the different field trips that we do. But I think some of the other really impactful ones, we had an English teacher request funds to purchase some books so that they could do a book club and talk about the water in the book. Um, that was a really neat one and also interdisciplinary. I think, again, a lot of people don't think that if they're not a science teacher that they can apply, and that's totally not true. Um, we've had other teachers request uh, a watershed table. It's kind of like a sandbox where you can play with the sand and it'll change the elevation and you can see how elevation affects hydrogeography, which is really cool. Um, we've had teachers purchase Enviroscape models, which is uh, a tabletop that you can showcase the watershed and how water moves through the system. And they've taken those to their entire grade level. So they've had a really big impact at the school, more than just the one teacher who applied for, for that grant. Um, we've had a couple other teachers do microscope requests. So they've asked for a microscope for their classroom so they could do plankton surveys or some other water quality component. Um, usually they'll do water quality sampling and then they'll take like a plankton sample and get to look at the macro invertebrates or the plankton in freshwater and in the estuaries as well. I think that's really fun to see when kids think of water there there's nothing in there it's just water and then you take a sample and there's a ton of stuff that you can see in the microscope under there so that one I've seen firsthand and I think it's really fun when the kids are excited by that it is exciting and I would think as a student I mean remembering back to when I was in grade school we always loved to be able to do hands-on learning more than just the book work mm -hmm. and I know that it is challenging I cannot imagine being a teacher this day and age and all that is required of them but every year we have teachers come in who are asking for these additional funds and they do work it into their curriculum 
and it seems like we get feedback from the students that is, is really positive. So what, it, what have you heard from some of the students about the uh, projects they've gotten to be involved in and how it's really enhanced or enriched their learning? I think the students are always really excited, um, especially when they're it's kind of silly when they are like grossed out by it because they're not expecting, especially with the sampling, like they don't expect there to be all those things in the water. And then they're like, I'm never going in the water again. But they also have this component of like, wow, there's so much life there that we didn't really think about. And we didn't think about it in this way as like a really important resource. Um, the field ones are a little easier because they get to be outside and play and learn very, very hands-on. Um, and a lot of people, they've grown up in Florida and they didn't really have opportunities to be out in the river or to, to do these kind of sampling events. Um, so they're always thrilled, A, to be outside of the classroom and B, to be able to have these really cool hands-on and also career opportunities too because our scientists use these tools in their careers as well. That's right. So is, what is the goal of the program? The goal of Blue School Grant is to get Florida's youths to learn about water resources and how important it is to steward those resources. Um, it's also to make sure that teachers have what they need to support that understanding and learning and those opportunities. So after they receive this funding and they've done these great projects, is there any way for us to know how successful they were or how excited the kids were or what they walked away with? Definitely. I'm very hands-on throughout the projects, and I'm there as a resource for the teachers the whole time, I'm following up with them about paperwork, etc. They have to turn in, the teachers have to submit a final report at the end of the year, at the end of the school year. Um, with photos, with if they have done presentations, if they had their students do any sort of projects, they send pictures with that. Um, and they also give us some stats on how many hours they spent in the classroom, and we track those hours as a part of our outreach. So the final reports are a really good way for us to just check in at the end and see how those dollars have gone um, towards this, this really cool opportunity. I love that, and I love to know that we've been able to track it so we know it is a successful program and one worth investing in. So I'll ask right quick as we wrap up, like a quick peek behind the curtain of if you could give teachers just the quick high-level advice of really the best way to get your application to the top, what are the quick tips for them? Okay, quick tips. Probably send me an email, set up a <laughs> meeting so we could chat, and I'm happy to help them with, like, figuring those projects out. Another quick tip is to really read the application overview. I have all the good information in there. Um, it's there to support those applications. And uh, I think that starting there is the best place to start. Thank you so much, Laura. What great information. It's a great program and one we do hope really enhances the knowledge of students across our district. Definitely. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our conversation today about the district's Blue School Grant Program. We hope you'll tune in for our next episode of Water Spout. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to subscribe so you have first-hand access to future content. Until next time, use your water wisely. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Water Spout. To hear more episodes, find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Connect with the district on social media or visit sjrwmd.com for more information on today's topic.